I'm Tim. I'm Bryce. And we're back with another episode of The Average. Woo woo! We're actually hitting one of our favorite. It was actually the movie that we kicked The Average off with oh so many years ago. Was it really? Yeah. We it's gathered all the time. guys gathered all the guys together to review everybody's it was one of our top movies at that time. It was definitely the top movie. It's still of one time. of my top. Still one of my top. Still movies. one of my top movies. <laughs> uh, but we kicked it off with the first Spider Verse movie with Miles Morales. Mm, classic. Oh, so many years ago. You can. It's probably the first post on our Instagram if you scroll it all the is. way back. I did double check it. Yep, it you can scroll all the way back <clears> and check that. Check that review there. But we're here with the sequel tonight. Across the Spider Verse. I can't get them straight. I, I mess need, it up I every time I talk about it. Single time. Into, across, to <laughs> whatever. It's yeah. the same way with No Way Home, Far From Home, and yeah, Going just, Home, Homecoming. All I remember is Spider Verse movies. That's how I. That's how I reference them. Yeah. So every they're time. the Spider Verse. Miles Morales two. Miles Morales one. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> that's funny. Spider Gwen one. You can. Yeah. yeah. You know, close enough. Anyway, Tim, would you like to go ahead and give us a quick little summary without any spoilers? Uh, it seemed to me, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed Love that this you. movie actually picked up in the after credits of the first one. In the after credits of the first one. Kind of loosely, yes. Yeah, because yeah. they, they pulled that whole... It's not a direct like, follow-up to that ending. Because they mentioned time has passed, but also at the same time, like... I don't think uh, they mentioned how much time was has passed. No, they just mentioned that Miles years? is looking bigger, looking yeah. a little. It's definitely been some time. <clears throat> I think it's only one year because he they mentioned him being a sophomore. I no. want to say, yeah, no, 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 because he just went to the school as, as a it, freshman. It had to have been a couple years at least. You don't start talking college and stuff until like your junior. Okay, as somebody who taught at a junior high, we taught college junior high now, so... I am getting old. You, well, I also think it's absurd to talk college at junior high, but... <laughs> I think it is, too. <laughs> anyway, we're anyways, up on the details. Anyways, not a lot of time has passed. I'm going to say a, roughly a year has yep, passed. Um, we actually picked the movie up, getting some background on the Gwen Stacy character. Yes, uh, an interesting move. Yes, and it's fairly comic book accurate, whereas Miles is not comic book accurate, by the way. <laughs> um, for those of you who are diehards out there, but how do how do you explain the plot of this movie? There's some there's some <laughs> Spider Verse shenanigans. We find out that a villain of the week is not a villain of the week, and then things get real, yeah. real serious. Kind of kicks it off, and we're kind of. I mean, if you, if you remember from Into the Spider Verse at the end, uh, Miguel Spider Man twenty ninety nine kind of picks up uh, at the right. end there and sets the tone of, well, uh, someone you know broke the multiverse a little bit, and uh, now it's our job to go and make sure everything is still okay, and that kind of leads us into this where things are not okay yeah but there it's a go. lot deeper than that yep. um you so did lot, better than i did at yeah, i mean <laughs> a lot of the story is just it is the continuation of the spider verse and how things are being affected because i mean it's said in the trailer already like no way home also was an effect uh had an effect on what happens in this movie a little bit and they just reference it lightly but yeah yeah there's a nice it was a nice little joke actually. it was a nice nod nice it's like joke. okay i like how this is in a bigger universe still i almost thought they were making fun of that movie and i was a fan <laughs> of it so no that's fair but yeah so that's kind of uh where we leave off with this so um, let's kick off story and plot yeah, Tim, why don't do you kick we, us off? Do we want to read our... Yeah, go ahead and read the... Let's see. Uh, so we got my wife, Megan, yep. 
in this one we'll be reading her scores and then who else do we have i am gonna be reading uh i'm just gonna call him rich i'm not gonna throw the last name out there rich i used to coach him years ago and he's been a fan and been contributing and providing Cheers, rich thank providing you for commentary us. someday we hope to get him on a discord and join us for the episode i but, love that yep but i'm gonna be reading his scores as well so we've got four scores to round us out tonight okay. so what was so, rich for story rich kicked off the story at a five out of five okay his comment was it's good as hell that's all he said <laughs> um all right cool <laughs> Yeah. And so I'll I'll pick up after that. I okay. actually gave it a five out of five too. All right. That I almost this was a bit of a struggle for me, um, because I don't re- I'm not really a fan of multiverse stories. I have a lot to say about that later on. Like but, I'm really yeah. not because sometimes they get a little confusing. Right. I don't like all the different versions of people who don't really matter, ultimately. But this does a nice job of making different multiverse characters matter in different ways. Mm-hmm. They knew they do a nice job of juggling that. They do a better job of juggling it than um No Way Home. No Way Home? No Way Home? No Way Home no does. Way home. <laughs> they do a better they better they do a better job of justifying all these multiverse characters and why they exist. Some of them. Than No Way Home did. They do a better job of it than Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Badness. They do a better job than what we've seen in a lot of things. However, I still don't think they nailed the multiverse quite the same as Everything Everywhere All at Once. But it's a very different, like, while it's kind of a similar vibe, Mm -hmm. these multiverses are also very different than Everything Everywhere All at Once, where Everything Everywhere All at Once branched because of decisions. This is like going back years and years that these branches have existed. Um, But where this story really excels is keeping the focus on the characters. Yes. And that is something that I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking as I'm watching it that this franchise already, before I finish the second movie, is probably up there with Sam Raimi's Spider-Verse trilogy. And that's I'm going to throw out number three for right now. But, How dare you? But the first two movies, <laughs> the first two movies are up there in keeping this a character focused yeah, superhero true. film. And even the the Garfield Spider-Man did that. I I have struggled with the Marvel ones because I don't think they've kept the character. They've kind right, of kept yeah. they've kind of focused <clears throat> on the Marvel universe, not Peter and his relationships. Right. I mean, you got your MJ, whatever. Anyways. Um <laughs> But it changes this, literally every single movie yeah, to a more likable character. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh wow, we learned that from the first movie. Thank yeah. God. And the story here really kept to what I want out of a Spider-Man movie, which is that Spider-Man is born out of tragedy. Yeah. Born out of tragedy, born out of multiple times in this movie there are things said about like we can't be everywhere, we can't save everyone. Right. And exactly. like that is has always <clears throat> been that that dynamic of Spider-Man has always been the core of what makes him so relatable. And this movie kept that at the story's heart mm-hmm. while bringing in all this multiversal craziness that is actually, I'll get into that later. Like I did take a point off for that, <laughs> but like the heart of this movie, the heart of this story is Miles and his relationship with his family, his relationship with Gwen, like that is the heart of this. And they excel at making it a relatable and heartfelt story. Yeah. 
Um, Megan gave hers a three out of five, and I'll, I'll keep all for coming to the end because we did talk about it like on the ride home. Um, <laughs> so she gave it a three out of five. I gave it a four out of five. Um, <clears throat> I like a lot of the beats you hit with it. Yeah, it, does, it is a character piece for the most of the first half. And that's and then the second half kind of goes into more of the action story with uh, yeah. what's going on. Uh, yeah, I thought the story was brilliant in a lot of ways. I thought that this is one of the best versions of the multiverse, which to your, I was going to make a point to what you were saying. Like, I think I'm getting this movie kind of showed like revealed to me that I'm kind of getting tired of the multiverse movies. Like, and I think it's just from the abundance of them like yes. we got we still have flash coming out then we have the second mo part of this coming out next year yeah and i think like after that's done if this is the trilogy i'm kind of tapped out like i I'm, don't I'm, want multiverse anymore. yeah I'm i don't even like it. it in comic books i read comic books every week for you listeners who don't know like i'm just multiverse is boring to me it seems like a yeah. la lazy way to write yeah and so far like very few movies everything ever all wants the spider-verse movies arguably not even no way home really like, like spider-verse and everything everywhere all at once have been the only movies so far to really like in a fine in a fine they, they've been able to tune it to where it's yeah. like oh this makes some sense yes. like this movie story-wise makes sense as to why things are happening and why we need the multiverse yep. and the spider-verse and i think the story was very clever with how they handled all their characters like even like some of the easter eggs that never felt forced within the story they kind of played a part with it um, there's some other stuff I didn't care for, but I kind of, that will kind of go into that. I think, like you said, there's some characters that they do use to serve a purpose, but I also think there's some characters that just are kind of useless and kind of just take up screen time, which is kind of why I took some points off. I just felt like the story was very, the one, one complaint I do have about the story is it was kind of bloated. They definitely tried to cram a lot in they for did. part one, which makes sense because it's a part it's one a part of a part one. two. Yep. But my issue was. It got really bloated. It kind of felt way too long by the end. And I was almost kind of, I told Megan, like, this is, I feel a little, I feel like I was uh, underwhelmed because I started checking my watch a couple of times. I was like, man, this movie's still going. Like, it just was a lot. And so, I, like, I'll get into my thoughts on that too. Cause yeah. we had similar, similar experiences. Yeah. But, and some of that yeah. can go into direction, but we'll talk about that later. But otherwise, I still think the story was really well done. And there's a lot of cool stuff to chew on. Uh, both with the characters, the overarch, like of the Spider Verse, and like yeah. all those twists and turns that come towards the end, especially. So a four out of five is where I kind of leave that. All right, so let's then jump into our characters. Yeah, so for sure. Rich gave this a five. Okay. Um, I gave this a four. This is one spot where I docked points. Okay. And I don't think it's fair of me, but also I have to. So I don't think it's fair of me because while there is character growth in this movie, it's clear that the ultimate growth is going to come in the next movie. We get a little bit of growth in this one leading up to the major stuff that's going to happen. It is fair because it's its own movie. So don't worry. Well, and that's why like, I want to say that there is character growth in here, but I was a little bit underwhelmed by it. And that's because I think they're not leaving. Alone. I think they're leaving some of those big moments for part two. Wow, you hit it right on the nail, I yep. think. Yep. So I agree. like there's there's a really nice scene with actually some of my favorite scenes in <clears throat> this whole franchise so far is uh Miles just talking to his parents. Oh yeah, totally. Uh one of the great things about the parents in this I hate the Disney portrayal of parents always being bumbling idiots and stupid and never. Mm -hmm. And it is clear in this movie that Miles and his parents don't see eye to eye, 
but his parents love him and want the best for him. They're good parents. Yes. And they make that clear and they make it clear that Miles understands that. Mm -hmm. He just wants them to back off a little. And so some of my best, some of my favorite scenes in this are his interactions with his parents. And we get some nice character growth from Miles at the beginning talking to his parents. A little bit, yeah. Two, there's a scene at the end where he's talking to his mom that we see some growth in and it's nice and I'll give it a four out of five because it wasn't quite the hammer home that I want to see. We did see some great growth out of, well, this movie really had a lot of growth for Gwen. Yeah, Gwen takes a kind of, I don't want to say shares, but you know. It's almost a 50-50 in this film. It's kind of 50-50 a little bit. And I didn't, I wasn't too upset about it. Yeah, it's interesting. They really, Gwen in the first movie is an interesting character. She's super confident. uh, Just an all-around cool character. This movie, you get that backstory, and all of a sudden you really feel for Gwen in a different way. And she had probably the standout character moments. But ultimately, like, I would give her a a five and Miles a four, but this is... It's kind of supposed to be Miles' movie. So. I can tell you're at conflict with yourself. Yeah, I with am that at score. conflict. So I <clears throat> I just went with the four because I feel like the ultimate character growth from this is going to come next. So allow me to just kind of soften your blow of what you feel so guilty about. Me and Megan both gave this a three out of five. Um, I was actually genuinely a little disappointed with the character work of this movie compared to the last movie. Um, I'll talk about it more at the end, but I still think the first movie is definitely way better than this one. And a lot of it has to do specifically with the character. Um, I found, uh, I agree with you. Gwen definitely takes a, shares the, uh, shares the main stage with Miles. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because you definitely get the, you get to see the, um, how they both like are struggling with the same things and how they go about it. They almost have actually a very similar arc the entire movie. Yeah. And I think my issue was that... Well, and he even says it at one yeah, point. We are the same. Exactly. Like, and my th- my issue with it was that Gwen's has a little bit more resolution towards the end, in a sense. And Miles', Miles story kind of feels repetitive and a little dry at one point. Like, the beginning makes sense. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm on board for this. But I feel like, and I get it, there is the second part where a lot of the resolution will come. However, I am judging this movie solely on what it is and what I have in front of me. And because of that, that's not fair. That is fair because we are judging this one movie, not a two part, two separate movies as in one. Here's why I say that's not fair. Here's why I say that's not fair is because in the title it says part one. Yes, but this is (laughs) a singular movie. And so therefore I have to judge it for what I have, not what will be. Yes. Because part two could come out. And the character arcs could suck. I don't I think agree. they will. I agree. But, but I have to judge it for what I have in front of me. And therefore... I'm just giving you a hard time because that's also I, why I gave no, it No, I know. <laughs> and I get it. But I, I think it's fair because I do need to... I, I do want to explain, like, you know, I do think there will be that payoff for Miles and Gwen towards the end. Yes. Um, and a lot of other characters. However, what I have in front of me is a character development that is almost non-existent. It's very repetitive. There's not truly a resolution by the end of this movie, which is understandable. However... With what is in front of me, I just don't think there's any payoff really. Um, Miguel has a has a pretty good uh, character arc, 
kind of See, not I really didn't care for him like he he's, has a, he has I a good love start the character but i did not yeah. necessarily but again, like it's what portrayal. miles is there's a good start point but we're probably gonna see a resolution in, yeah. the, in the next movie but i think i i can't i'm on board with it he's kind of a cool cool antagonist i guess you could say he's almost an anti-hero at yeah this point. it's not really a villain like he's, he's trying to of, do the right thing yeah. the wrong way uh yeah. spot is actually interesting he kind of grew on me as the movie went on yes i had the same reaction because at first i was like yeah this guy's annoying get him away and then we went through some transitions yeah. here's and the then thing i was like ooh. here's the thing about spot though i want to see more in the second movie because this kind of feels like the backwards i hope it's the backwards version of what we got with thanos in endgame which infinity war made him the best villain in marvel history and then, and then endgame, endgame ruined him pooped on him exactly i hope this is the reverse where we have a good setup for him he's kind of like one note of like you know you made me i made you and it's like okay this is a big baddie. He like he means business. Now I hope in the second movie they just kind of take that one step further. Yes. I'm not saying I have to sympathize with him, but I want to know like this guy's like this is the bad guy. Like so, there are consequences, which I think again, direction and character wise, there rem- will be consequences. Remind me to talk about Spot when it comes to like the directions for sure. Because part of his character was directed so yeah, well. Exactly. So anyway, three, both threes for me and Megan, which will lead us. Then we have to... three, three, four, and five on that. So music think, yeah. and sound. Rich gave it a five. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I okay. I actually gave it a five because while there was no sunflower on this movie, <laughs> all right, I still love sunflowers. It's, it's a great good song. song. There was no sunflower on this movie, but the music hit the appropriate emotional beats. And the musical cues from the actual score are almost, I don't want to say almost, they are just as memorable and hit all the same beats as they did. Like, I don't want to spoil somebody who comes in in the final act, but his theme was still, like, it had a multiversal twist on it. It was the same theme from the other movie, Mm -hmm. just a little bit different. And it's a killer theme. Be careful, you're going to. You better be careful, Tim. It's you so say good. It. <laughs> and then there's like the Spider-Man theme, and not the Spider-Man theme that necessarily from Miles, but like the Spider-Man theme started in the animated series mm-hmm. years ago. Makes appearances throughout the score in slightly different ways. Um, there were some really oh, there's um, I don't know if it was his origin story, but. One of the scenes with Spot almost had like horror movie strings. A little bit. I think I know which ones you're talking yeah, about. Like yeah, like the score I actually think on this movie was better than the first one. I think the first one had better musical like numbers and accompaniment. I think the guest, I don't want to say guest tracks, but like the actual tracks in this movie are not as memorable as the tracks from the first one. But outside of the one theme from the first movie, uh, no, two. I don't remember the music that much for the score, whereas hmm. this movie, I thought, pushed that score a little bit more than the other one did. So I think your uh, mixtape on this one, not as strong. Your musical score, a little stronger. So that's where that's where I justify my five on that one. Okay, okay, I hear you. So Megan gave it a five also. Here's where I'm probably the unpopular opinion. I gave it a three out What's of five. What's new? Well, that hurt, <laughs> but okay. I'll let you have that as I, as I always do. Uh, yeah, I gave mine a three out of five. Um, 
I actually think the music overall was pretty underwhelming for the most part. It, I never had a moment in this movie where the music like truly, um, truly accelerated and just propped up the the moments. You know how? <laughs> like I'm trying to think of them. Like the only moment where it got where, where I was like, yeah, that hit. I don't want. Sorry. Was it the uh, final act? <laughs> no, 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 not the final okay. act. It was kind of the middle part where, you know, in, you know, the shield and like, it just goes silent and you're just kind of sitting there for a moment. And then it's like, oh crap, we're going like it, in the trail. So they showed yeah. a, they already yeah. released the scene of him getting chased by the, the spider people. The scene right before that, that was the only moment where I truly felt like that punch of what I loved about the first movie, which was the absolute mastery of the music being placed in the right moments and just really elevating the sequence i never had that moment in this movie outside of that one part and i left kind of feeling a little underwhelmed after the first movie i as soon as i was driving home bam i'm listening the to the soundtrack yeah i have yet to like listen to this soundtrack i have i've had no like pe- like drive to like listen to it right away like i did with that first movie and again i'm not saying it's bad i think it does sound good and I will, I will say, like, I, the theater I was in might have, like, had some sound, like, issues that were kind of killing yeah. it. Like, from the very beginning, it kind of sounded off. And I didn't know if that was a theater or if that was the actual, like, okay. movie No, at the very beginning when Gwen was playing the drums. Yes. So, in my theater, the music was way too loud and I could barely hear Gwen talking. And her, her voice was almost tinny, like. Yeah, it was a it little. It was kind of weird. Okay, so it wasn't. So it must have been it, the movie. Yeah, it, they might fix that later because if they get enough feedback. But it, I did notice right away, like I thought the scene was cool and the editing with the timing right. of her rhythms were awesome. But I was like, the mixing on this is a little bit off. Yeah. So I, and I so now I know that it's like okay, I feel confident saying like I think that just the mixing and the music wasn't quite what it was in the last movie for me. Like you said. I think there, the last movie does have a lot more of that mixtape feel, whereas this one's a little bit more of the score. Um, and take that for what you will, I guess. But I just don't think they quite hit it out of the... They, like, the last movie, I'd say they hit it out of the park. I still yeah. think, like, the sequence of him, like, becoming mild, like Spider-Man is one of the is like one of the peak moments of movies that I've gone to in a long time. And this like, movie tried to match that scene and didn't quite It doesn't work. To it. Like, no. there's just not a moment like just, that. And so... No, where I'll tell you later about another scene that I thought, like, in beauty is probably equivalent for me. But oh, I it, know, I think I know which one. It's not the same power. I um, yeah, but I that I just it wasn't bad. I just don't think it's quite. It's nothing like the first movie was for me. So a three out of five is just kind of where I landed. So there we have it, listeners. We disagree for the first time ever and that's no. the last time you'll ever hear it <laughs> we we disagree the music worked for me it didn't work for bryce but so next up the cream of the crop here as as you will shall i kick this off well editing and effects oh i think it's we're pretty much unanimous on this one i mean no megan five you four okay wait <laughs> what am Just, i Wait one minute. You got to double check yours. Wait, um, am I? Our friend Rich, also a five Yes, as well. he was also a five. Yeah. What was yours? I'm actually a four. Ah, I knew it. Okay, cool. Okay. Want me to kick this off? Or you want to? Sh- you seem like a guess well, on this I, I feel. I feel like we might agree. No, go so, ahead. the first movie was just beautiful across the board. Amen. On the editing, the effects, the artwork was unique and different. 
it did kind of take your eyes a second to adjust because of some of the things they did. I thought this and movie the, uh, collider beam was yeah a lot of colors. I think this movie tried to do too much. That's that's my thought. I think they needed to tame it back. There were some moments that I thought the trying to take it further worked where they would use colored backgrounds to kind of match a character's emotion. Right. I thought that worked. But then there were other moments where they would use, there's particularly a scene with Gwen and her father talking where there's like yeah. geometric patterns happening in yep. the back. And I was like, what is that? It's like circles and triangles and they're all interconnected and it didn't serve a purpose. And it felt like it was just trying to push that envelope mm-hmm. a little bit where the first one was bold and new. This one had a lot of those same great things, but it's like they tried to do some new stuff that didn't quite work. I give them props for trying, but there were a couple of moments that it took me out. The one thing that I will defend for them is a lot of Gwen's universe or alternate Spider-Man's universes Gwen's universe almost has this like digital watercolor feel to it a lot of times. Which is a nice touch to like separate the universes. Well, and that is almost exactly the way she was drawn in her first comic book series. Yeah. So they're really pulling from her comic book origins in that. And I love that. Even though it doesn't translate to screen as well as it does in the comic book. Not quite, yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. I still like that. It was those other things when they would just throw stuff in the background that seemed pointless. That I was like, mm, nope, you're kind of losing me on that one. But yeah. like you said, there are the differentiation between the multiverses is still cool. Yeah, it's a good touch. It's and still it does cool. help. Yep. There were just those couple <laughs> things that like... Why is that there that I wasn't a fan of? Yeah, um, I almost went three actually with this, but I took it back to four after taking my head out of the gutter for a second because you're just uh, too harsh sometimes. Sometimes this one I was actually well, it's it's because like you said, I think they tried to do too much on this movie because yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Um, this like my I had one complaint about the last movie and it was literally just those uh, the Kaleida. Uh, collider the collider collider yeah like the collider when it like blows up a couple times it does like that was my only complaint of the movie because it was just like really bright caught me off guard that is my that is that is like tenfold in this movie there's just so much sometimes that goes on and don't get me wrong there are some everything is beautiful in this movie it is so well animated and there are some gorgeous shots yes if if we're thinking of the same shot that what is it is it when they're both like sitting next to each other talking from the trailer and hanging upside down? Yes. Bam. Yep. That was a gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous shot. That I was like in awe. I don't know yeah. when when it'll fly under this, but like that scene, it starts. Like there are a couple scenes in this film where we are watching them upside down, but the camera is right side yeah, up. Yeah, you see it in the trailer. Yeah, and it's super cool. But when it first happens and they go to sit on the underside of something. And that scene is not just like script is on fire in that scene. Music is on fire on that scene. Direction is on fire. Like that to me is that leap of faith scene. Kind of. I think the leap of faith is a little better, but like landscape wise, I want it on a poster. Yeah. I want to put it up. It's not the thrill of leap in faith. Like where leap of faith is the thrill and the culmination of everything. This is like the moment of heart that defines these two characters. Yeah. And it's done so well. Yeah. 
yeah it is like everything in this movie is gorgeous the action sequences again are just top tier some of the best spider-man action sequences period oh yeah it's it's great but again i took points off because there's just a lot that goes on and some and honestly it's overwhelming at times like i actually didn't enjoy the thousands of spider-man because it was too it was a lot it was and that's and that was kind of the bummer of like trying to catch all the easter eggs and like and then you miss some of them because yeah. it's just moving so fast. And again, it's just madness. It's it's fun when you're in the moment. But I think I, I again I did take some off. I think it does fall a little short because there's just a lot going on, and sometimes it's just overwhelming. If you have epilepsy, like <laughs> watch out. Just don't go to this movie. <laughs> this is not for you. But yeah, it's still gorgeous. It's still beautiful. Just be warned that. It's a lot, and you're probably gonna be having to like rub your eyes a couple of times and like yeah. just blink. Like, okay, I'm just, I'm still here. We're yep. good. So yeah. Yep. All right. So we're actually in agreement. So we went from disagreeing to. I agreeing. was surprised. I thought you would give this a five. I thought I was no, gonna be the. I, <clears throat> I agree. As a graphic designer, the greatest thing I've learned is restraint, and I think this movie could have used some. Amen to that. Yep. So <laughs> jumping into script, Rich gives it a five. Megan gives it one, two, three, four, five, three. Oof. I give it a five. I gave it a three. Ugh. You want to go first? Uh, yeah. Oh, I actually think <clears throat> this script, I mean, it kind of goes back to the story, what I said in the story. This script does a incredible job with balancing family dynamic, friendship dynamics, all of this into a multiversal conflict that feels relevant Nothing at any moment felt like super cheesy to me that like no line was delivered that I was like, Ugh, that was bad. And if it was delivered that way, it was an, on purpose. Like a couple lines, the parents right. say to try to relate to miles. And he's like, nobody, my generation says that. Like, right. Yeah. It's all acknowledged. I think again, while the story might not have matched the first one, I think the script is the same level of quality. They hit home with the characters. Each character has their unique way of speaking, your unique dialogue. It's not as funny as the first one. There's something we agree on. But I don't think it needs to be funny. I'm I'm tired of the always funny. No, no, no. So, I, 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 we agree, but I think we have a different way of looking at it. But yeah, keep going. Well, like I didn't think of the quippy Spider-Man moments are there. But, like, we don't have Spider-Pig in this movie. We don't have Spider-Man Noir. Like, they were the funniest parts of the other movie. Yeah. And they're not in this one. And That's okay. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. And that's also why the humor felt like the humor worked, but it wasn't as funny because those two characters weren't here. Right. And I think they were the source of most of the jokes in the original. But I actually thought they did an excellent job with the script. So I'm with Rich on that one. All right. Let me bring you all back down to earth here a little bit. Below earth. Because <laughs> Bryce is being extra harsh. Not being extra harsh. Um, Bryce's last script actually won an Academy Award. What was, my, what was that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. Well, you know you know how I work in these uh, settings. But yeah. The writer's strike. <laughs> oh, we love it. Uh, That's why Spider-Man 4 is delayed, by the way. From Marvel, not because they never okay with that. They never had actually planned anything or said anything about oh, yeah, it, but totally. now it's conveniently delayed because of the writer's strike. Yeah, no, I'm totally okay with that. Take as much time as you want because the longer we wait, the longer it is removed from the main Marvel <laughs> universe. <laughs> it is so true. And I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I think the script served a it served its purpose. That's the best thing I can say about it. Uh, to your point about the comedy, um, 
I actually think the comedy missed a lot in this movie for me. I did not find this movie as funny, both in the good way and the bad way. Um, to your point, there's not as much of the spider pig, spider noir jokes, but I feel like they were trying, they were definitely trying to uh, bring that comedy from the first movie into this one even a little bit more. It kind of was like the animation. They overdid the animation from the first one. I feel like they overdid the jokes on this one. I just felt like the jokes were not landing in this one. It felt a little too forced, a little too much sarcasm. Um, someone I do want to point out, I know it could go to character too, but I don't like how they did the Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker from the first movie, the the teacher Spider-Man. I, I don't know what you want to call him, like lazy Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I feel like they kind of... They kind of gave him the axe a little bit in this movie and I kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I, I thought it was pretty funny so <laughs> see I mean that's just that there's a difference there yeah, like because I they definitely played into a cliche like almost an Instagram joke that you would see yeah, with him a little bit and I found it funny but I see why not everybody would yeah it's, I was kind of I was also kind of annoyed that. by him by the end of it so <laughs> I agreed with Miguel when he said I've had just enough of you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I just I think I think the script was fine it served a purpose I think the jokes weren't landing there wasn't tr there, there were a few moments where there were some really good like dialogue between characters like spy uh or sorry miles and gwen like when they talk with each other was kind of nice yeah um when uh, miguel's confronting miles like on the train like that's a good decent sequence yeah um i just i don't feel like the script really went be above and beyond i think it just it was fine it did good we might see better in the next movie again they're trying to cram a lot into this they movie were. but yeah there's just nothing special i think about this script but and that's not a bad thing necessarily. It kept it straightforward and let me focus on other things as well in the movie. But yeah, I kind of just landed out of three there. All right. So next. So then off into the acting. All right. Which is fun because they're voice actors. Yes, they're voice actors. I actually gave them a five. Oh, okay. I gave it a five. Rich gave it a five. Um, for me, there were a couple times that I wondered if they'd recast Haley Steinfeld. She doesn't. That does not sound like Haley. Yeah. Every time I watch these movies. Gwen does not sound like Haley at all. Which to me is why it's a five, because I want to not recognize the... I, I want it to be the voice of the character on screen, not the voice of the person behind the mic. And so for me, that's an excellent performance for her. Um, and I still love Miles's performance. Really, his parents are fantastic. There's... I, I love every performance in this movie. I think probably my biggest one... Which I we can't find him on IMDb. I don't know what we're missing, but Spot. I know, yeah, Spot. He was okay. Yeah, he he was okay. He was probably my least favorite performance, but I think that's because we're leaving more for him later. Right. So yeah. Um. Excuse me. Um. Me and Megan gave it a three. It's um, like you guys don't like movies. <laughs> Tim, do you want to get into it again? We can get into it again. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. <laughs> Uh, I love when we can remember a reference together. Good <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the acting was good. Like that's all I can really say about it. Uh, no performance really blew blew me away. Um, I think everyone did good, like the last movie. Um, yeah, I just I wasn't really blown away by any performance. There wasn't really a performance that stood out to me. Nothing that was super memorable. Um, and again, it's a little tougher because it's voice acting, so I don't want to sound harsh. Like they all do sound really good. They all, like you said. I can't even, I don't even recognize some of them sometimes when they speak. It's like, yeah, oh, that's, that's who's playing that. 
Well, who was it? Um, it was the uh, oh, Spider Man India, uh, India Spider Man. Yeah, who, I was like, I like, I know that voice from somewhere, and I can't think of what it. What was his name in Deadpool? Oh, what was his name? He was the guy, taxi driver in Deadpool. Um, Bill Pender. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was great. He did, he did really good. <laughs> but as soon as I, it's the same voice. So I immediately yeah. was like, I've heard this guy before. Exactly. Where is he from? <laughs> but I think that, yeah, that kind of sums up where I was at. I was just like, no performance blew me away, but no one did a bad job. I think even Spot, I think Spot even did a great job for what he was. It kind of grew on me as the movie went on. He was kind of weird at the beginning, but it was yeah. funny and it was cool. But yeah, I will I, say his introduction scene was it's kind of it's pretty. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, and it, that was a good intro. So yeah, three out of five. I think it was it was so good performances, but nothing crazy. All right. So the direction then, Rich gave this a five, a four. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, I gave it a five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Megan gave it a three. Okay. And I gave it a three. I gave it. I gave it a five. Um. Because like we've mentioned multiple times is that they juggled a lot in this movie. <clears throat> right. There were a couple times I checked my watch that I found they were more towards the middle of the movie. But for the most part, by the time they started to pull everything together, I wasn't disappointed in anything. Early on, I'm like, why is this here? And then like the character spot. He, at, for a while I was like this has gone on too long and then we realized that he's a little bit more significant than we thought and it started to make a little bit more sense why we spent the time on that right uh, if anything I'm not sure how responsible for the art direction the director is I probably could have docked a point for what we said it, it needed some more restraint probably, yeah. mm -hmm. probably all the way around but I still when it comes to directing this movie these two movies so far are two of the best Spider-Man movies that we've seen. Oh yeah, that and was a funny thing I was thinking about last night because uh, I was still I was like comparing it to the other Spider-Man movies and where I was ranked it because me and Megan kind of left a little disappointed with the movie, but then I started thinking about like where does this actually rank with like the other Spider-Man movies and it's still surprisingly very high. Yeah, like, I, I mean I'm not sure. <clears throat> I do think like you said this is a part one and part two is going to tell us a lot yes exactly in my head i had to of course make the comparisons to uh infinity war and endgame whereas infinity war kind of left everybody a little bit like um what just happened and we didn't really know how good infinity war was until we saw endgame and i think something like that's going to happen with this movie right now you're either disappointed with it or you love it and then seeing the third one is going to tell you if you love it more or are more disappointed right. with it. And, and maybe disappointment isn't necessarily – you need a context behind that. Like you're disappointed a little bit just because it's it's a part one and part two. So obviously like – It's like not complete. Harry Potter Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows part one is a good example where it's a disappointing movie for the most part. But on rewatching it and rewatching it like a few times, I, I kind of grow to like it more and more the more yeah. I, I watch it. Like especially that animated sequence with the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Ooh, spicy. And Emma Watson. Yes, also true. Also very true. <laughs> but uh yeah, I do think there's a lot about this movie that because we aren't behind the scenes, we don't have the yeah. script for the <clears> next. <throat> it's hard to accurately judge it, but judging based on what we've seen. 
I gave it a five because there are clear setups for something else that's going to come. For sure. And yep. I'm going to put my trust in those directors and screenwriters that it will pay off better. And it will pay. It will probably pay it's, off. Let's be honest. It's going to pay off better than Endgame did. That's for sure. Yes, I trust them. So, because outside of the last 30 minutes of Endgame, the rest of that movie doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, mine was a three out of five, and a lot of it was just pacing. Like I again, like I said earlier, the beginning felt slow. This whole movie is bloated with a lot of stuff going on, and you can blame it on a story, you can blame it on a direction, whatever you choose to blame it on. But you know, it is the director's job to make a movie feel seamless and go and be a smooth ride. This one was pretty pretty bumpy for me. Like I just thought the pacing was off a lot of times. Like you said, the beginning can feel slow, especially when you start off with Gwen and then go to Miles. It kind of was like that was like a 10, 15 minute intro, like before we finally yeah. got the first like you know credit of like oh the Spider Man. Yep. And and uh, I will say the balancing between the you kind of have your parts of like Gwen, Miles, Spider Verse. And then the ending, like it's a, it's a big four chunk of the, there's four chunks of this movie. I think if you split it all up, yeah, there was not a, there's not great transitioning between the four. Like it kind of just happens and it's like, Oh, okay. I guess we're here now. Yeah. And it's not a clear, like first act, second act, third act. It was pretty jumbled, pretty jumbled. And I was trying to like tell myself that's because we're watching act one and a half. Yep. And they're (laughs) trying to, they're trying to get everything set up for the second movie, which I'm sure will hit and will be awesome. But for the movie we have now, uh, it, I was checking my watch thinking, man, this movie is still going. We're still, man, how much longer do we have? Like, yeah, the hard, a, part, yeah. the hard part that I think is totally open for debate, like why we disagree on it, is the one thing I've gotten really tired with in comic books and in a lot of superhero stuff anyways is the complete lack of personality and character that yeah, we're getting. Totally. Mm-hmm. This movie spends so much time on personality and character, yeah. though, yep, that yep. you are going to alienate <clears throat> the people who don't want that. You're going to alienate the people who are here for the superhero action because for the first half of the movie, it's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, I think there's a lot that could have been cut up. There's definitely some cutting you could have done in this movie to make this flow a little smoother. Yeah. I I am one who like I'm on the side of the dialogue. I think you need to spend 75% of the time out of costume, 25% in because who we relate to is the person behind the mask, not mm-hmm. the mask itself. Yep. And so I appreciate that, but I know other people aren't and they're going to dock this movie those points because You know who does do that? Man of Steel. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that movie again. Uh-huh. Also just, you know who didn't do that? Matt Reeves in the Batman. Oh, are you coming around to my side? No, I still enjoy that movie. Well, I mean, enjoy but... <laughs> it, but like, oh, I, I want to talk about that movie sometime. But that movie was good. definitely like 90% Batman. Absolutely. 10% Bruce. Yep. So yep. anyway, yep, three out of five. I thought the direction was pretty, not like super poor, but it, like it, it wasn't quite there. So yeah. Next up, entertain or no, it factor. It factor. It factor. Uh, our boy Rich here gave it a five out of five. Oh, yeah. And Megan also gave it a five out of five. Okay. What'd you give it? I actually gave it a five out of five. Okay. I mean, you have the sequel to an Academy Award winning film. Yeah. Um, It's still early. We saw it opening weekend. But there were more people at this movie theater than there were for the last couple Marvel movies I saw. So mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good indicator that it's going to do pretty well. No, yeah. I think it will absolutely do well. Um, 
I gave mine a four out of five. And honestly, I was just kind of thinking about like, why, why would I give this a five out of five or why would I give it a four out of five? Like, yeah, this is definitely one of the more hyped movies of this year. But also, it's only the second movie of this trilogy, that assumed trilogy. I don't know. Like, I just bounced between five and four, and I couldn't find a good reason to give it a five off the top of my head. And it just kind of felt like, okay, we'll give it a four because I think it will do good. But it's also, I think, I think part of it was it's a sequel to a really great movie that surprised everyone. And I need to. We the need surprise to, is gone. Yeah, we need the surprise is gone now. So we need to see how this movie holds itself up outside of the first movie being the surprise and awesomeness that it was. Yeah. So I think that's why. Yeah, that's why I landed on four, just because I wanted to see what this one would do first, which I think it will easily make all of its money because I think everyone should go see this. Yes. Um. But yeah, four out of five, still not bad okay. at all. So for our entertainment value, Rich gave it an eight and a half. Ooh, bringing out the decimals. That's a new one. Yeah. Uh, I I actually give it a nine. Okay. Yep. Go I ahead. give it a nine. Uh, I was thoroughly entertained. Like I said, I appreciated this movie. I think it slowed it down even more from the first movie and gave our characters time to live and breathe outside of costume. Mm-hmm. I, I deeply appreciate that because I actually found some of the earlier action sequences boring. And that's where like my one comes in is that I thought there were a couple action sequences and a couple scenes in this movie that I was like, I'm a little bit bored by this. I don't feel the stakes. I don't like, okay, let's get to the next part. But I was not disappointed by the character development. Oh, well, outside of what we talked about with miles, but I was not disappointed in the characters interaction. I was not disappointed in the conclusion of this film, even though it's not a real conclusion. Um, I just feel like, like you said a couple of times, I was toying with an eight, like it took too long to get there. Right. It took too long to get there. Definitely some trimming could have been done, but I'm not exactly sure. I actually think where that trimming should have been done is in the, like the spider man headquarters scenes. Yeah. I think those were a little <clears throat> bloated and could have cut that down because I actually wasn't there for the cameos. I was there for the miles Morales story. Yep. Exactly. So, it could have been an I guess I probably could have gone down to an eight, but at the end of it, I just wanted the rest of the story. Yep. And so I say my entertainment value was pretty high because I was disappointed that the story I was watching was over, even though I thought it took way too long to get to that point. Yep. I still wanted to keep going. All right, you ready for the real real low score here? I don't want it. I don't Megan want it. gave it a five. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Yeah, I gave it a five. I gave it a seven. Um, I wasn't. I enjoyed the movie. It was a good movie. Um, but like I said, it, it's a good. It's a great. It's a great movie. But there are imperfections, and they do show. Uh, by the time you're done with this movie, uh, like I said, pacing is a big one. I think there's a lot they could have cut out of this. There are characters they even could have cut out of this, in my opinion. Um, I think Spider Woman was the weirdest addition, having a pregnant woman on a mo- motorcycle fight and stuff. That was super yeah, weird I and don't, out of place. I, that one I didn't did quite not get, hit for me at all. Um, she could have been cut from this movie, and it would have changed a lick of the uh, stakes no. or anything that happened. Or even Spider Punk. And I as, actually like Spider as Punk. much as I like him. He did one thing that was significant. Two things, and anybody else could have done it. Yeah, two things, and yes, what, anyone what, else. What could've... was the other thing? The one thing was the, um, yep, that, and sorry, we're not going to spoil it because he does do two things that help. And the, uh, um, yeah, you, you know, the, oh, uh, in, the boom. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he does have two big parts. I do think I think he's a good character, and I think I he, think you probably could have given those parts to any other Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, but because they're given to him, I still think he serves well, and he's a good character for this movie. Spider Woman's a, one of the right. few that I'm like, yeah, you could take her out and nothing changes in this movie. Which is the thing um, I, I like Spider Punk. I just didn't yeah. like him in the movie. <laughs> I also think this movie did suffer at times, and I noticed that towards the end, after I was done, like, you know, I would I I lost some enjoyment knowing that there's a lot of there's some stuff that happens in the in this movie, which what happened in No Way Home, it didn't need to happen, and there was no reason that it should have happened to further the plot. Like we'll t- we can talk about it after, but the- no, tell me now. <laughs> tell me know. now, so I can tell everyone else. I want to prove you wrong, unless you're right. And then I'll, I'll tell you at the like, there just wasn't a true justification as to why this person would help this other person when they've only spoken once to each other and they just got along for that one talk that they had towards the end. It doesn't make sense to me personally, and that's just me. That's just one of those sections. You don't I'm remember that. To- no, I'm trying to remember. That's great. We can talk about I'm that. I'm trying after. to remember who you're talking about. Yeah, but. Which one person? <laughs> just say the name. Say the name. Um, how about this? G- give uh, me the spider character. How about this? I won't give you the character, um, but do you know the Halo series? Cortana? Yes. Oh. Yeah. That that sequence of that person helping a certain character at the end, that makes no sense to me, really, because there's no justification as to why they would help that character. When they were kind of explicitly exactly. somebody else's sidekick yes. earlier. It doesn't make sense to me. And I think that it was just kind of one of those moments of like No Way Home where it's like this. Why does this happen? Why does this happen? There's those moments. And that's kind of what took away some of the enjoyment of just like, I feel like we're just furthering a plot here. Um, but still, by the yeah. end of it, it was a good movie. I had a lot, It was still fun to watch. I still think you should go to theaters and watch it. It was one of the. <clears throat> Are you diving in the final thoughts? What we got next? Just final scores. Final, final scores. Final I need thoughts. To, okay, I uh, we gotta, quick, can but, we, Anyway, what did what did Rich say? Let's, ha- let's do Rich real quick. So Rich gave it a forty-seven point five on his final score, and let me see. He said that was the fastest two and a half hour movie I've ever seen in my life. Man, I tell you, felt like the story was just getting started. I'm so hyped for the next one. The first one is easily the original, so my mind is kind of feeling like I like the first one more, but the second and third are going to tell one huge story, so I can't, so I don't think I'd be able to decide that yet. So okay. So that was his final thoughts, and Fair. then let's just trim this while we add up our score. <laughs> Cut out a second. <laughs> so I was a 47. Six. Hold on. <laughs> This is why you're too harsh on movies sometimes. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like putting those numbers together. uh, Your wife scored it higher than you did because she was willing to give it two fives where you gave it no fives. Yeah, I don't know. I don't (laughs) feel like the score totally represents my feelings on this movie. That's where her two point difference comes in. No, okay. Anyway. Uh, uh yeah, Megan's was a thirty six and mine was a thirty four. Go ahead and your final thoughts then. That yeah. puts this movie at a forty one. By the no, way, still, overall forty one score. I think that's a fair score. Um, I'm kind of shocked my score feels low. It doesn't feel that low. I'm not. You're so harsh sometimes. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I'm being fair. Like that. This is what's give. This one I'm rating right now. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to. I don't know. See, this is the issue sometimes with these scores for me because, like, 
they don't totally represent how I feel about a movie, but also I'm just going they off of They should. What, That's why I'm, I'm so confused of, on why you say they don't. Because I'm just going off of the rubric and it is well, a two hour movie. And so I'm like yeah. just trying to like balance it. Of like, I'm trying to be fair to what, like, you know, just being someone who loves movies, but wants to be fair of like, this is a movie and it is what it is. And I don't want to let my feelings get in the way all the time because I don't want to be that guy that makes excuses for a movie when I'm reviewing it. Because again, this is this is the average. This is for just normal people. So normal I try people. to take that into consideration. But also the when I think about it, it's like, I mean, yeah, I didn't quite enjoy this movie as much as I wish I did. So maybe that is why it's so low. Um, I mean, it is a good movie. I, it is worth your admission ticket, I would argue, because there's also very few movies nowadays that are worth your admission ticket. But I still think, depending on where you line up with, with the last movie, the being on Twitter this past week and seeing everyone <laughs> talk about how, like, oh, this is the best Spider-Man movie. Oh, this is so much better than the first one. And Tom it's, Holland says it's the best Spider-Man movie ever yeah, made. Yeah, I think they're all wrong. Like, it's so wrong. Like, the first movie is still way better, in my opinion, than this one. The pacing's better. The characters are better. The story arcs are way better. There's way more just moments that click when it, like, like the, when the music and, like, what's happening on screen, like, everything just works way better in the first movie and again i get it it's you know it's your quote-unquote sequelitis but you're setting up for the third part and it's going to falter because of that but i just look at what everyone's saying about it it's just like listen you could i i get it it's it's one of the better movies to come out this year and but... it's one of the better spider-man movies ever and it's still yeah even that because i think spider-man 2 uh into the spider-verse and then after that it's, a, it's like i don't probably really, this one it's probably this one <laughs> and i don't really know but then I go back and I think of like the other Spider-Man movies. Like I love Amazing Spider-Man. I think it's really I love good. Amazing Spider-Man. It's one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. But the score would probably line up just where this one is. It's like, but there are flaws, and it yeah. does hold the movie back. The first Spider-Man, I've rewatched that movie a couple times recently. Willem Dafoe is about the only thing that truly carries that movie to the very end. Some of the special effects in that one are real really rough. rough. And so, but I also really appreciate it because it was clearly a person in a costume, right, exactly. not CGI. That that one is a battle, I agree, but yeah. like for the most part, we're pretty similar. Like Spider-Man Two, I actually is my number two spot, yeah, um, uh-huh. because I think the first Spider-Verse movie is my number one. It's, it like gets it's better with Overwatch. It's probably the best Spider-Man and, movie. And maybe ever that's made. another thing. I just don't see a rewatchability with this one unless I'm watching the first one. So. And maybe that's part of it also. Here, here's my final thought on this. Cause I do like, I see what you're saying. I also think people are unfairly harsh of sequels way too much because that first one is almost always a self-contained story. Oh, totally. Because yeah. there's no guarantee of a sequel when you're trying something as bold and new as that first one. But they totally set up for it at the end. They did, but again, they did that in solo. They did that. Like it's always like well, a, they solos. did. They dip, kind of rough. <laughs> they dip their toe in the water to see what the feedback's gonna be. And totally, so they yeah. gotta have that to build on it in case it's greenlit. So nobody would have guessed that the first Miles movie was gonna be as successful as it was. Right. Um <clears throat> so they had to do a self-contained story. And they did an amazing, amazing totally, job with it. It's yeah. fantastic. And it's clear with me that this one is setting up a much larger narrative. And so I have to give credit because no other Spider-Man movie has attempted this to leave number two on such a cliffhanger. You could argue but amazing it's not just Spider-Man about the cliffhanger. Well, no, listen that like, there's no, I felt no resolution to this movie 
because it's not coming in this movie it's coming in the next one but it's not just about the resolution though it's about the journey there just as much as the end right so what i'm saying is i thoroughly actually enjoyed the journey there and now i'm gonna wait eagerly for that ending to see if it justified that journey because that journey felt like a journey to me it didn't feel like a self-contained story like the first one it definitely felt like here are all the pieces we need to get to where we need to be for part two and that's where this movie kind of is jumbled and falls apart a little bit is that it's laying the groundwork for something else right the argument no i'm not gonna do it um (laughs) uh so i i get the issues that maybe this movie isn't like it's not as cohesive as the first one because it's not supposed to be it is supposed to be a huge story that isn't contained in a single film and so while i agree that we have to view this one film on the same merits as any other film i also think it's unfair just like we can't fully grasp infinity war till we've seen endgame going back infinity war is one of the best things marvel did when it, it first is the best thing marvel did no <laughs> Winter Soldier is the best thing Marvel Ooh, ever that's did. That's a debate we could have. Uh, Winter Soldier is by far the best thing Marvel ever uh, did. I would, I would almost. Eh, it's close, <laughs> but I, I, that'd be a good debate. And then, and then Infinity War. But I would not have told you that before Endgame. Oh, I would have totally said that before Endgame. Uh, I, I would easily. Have. I don't care what the payoff was in Endgame. All I know is Infinity War was easily. Be- See, that's that's where I think that argument falls apart because. Well, I, no, because the Hulk <laughs> storyline in Infinity War is still utter garbage. No, I agree. Like, there's still a lot of things. It's not perfect. Far from perfect. But it's still the best thing that they've made. There were still a lot of complaints in that movie about, like, well, where is this character? Where is that character? complaining in every movie. Well, exactly. Outside of Whiplash, obviously. Just, like, people complaining about this movie now. And I'm saying, I I personally think if I'm, I'm putting my trust in these filmmakers based on these two films, that the third one is going to have a satisfying conclusion. And in that case, I would have to say that this is probably the greatest Spider-Man franchise that we will get. We won't know until we see number three, but if you compare all three movies, it's going to be, hopefully, the best three Spider-Man movie franchise that we have. Oh, because totally. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Tobey Maguire had two good movies and then one that was meh. And then so much potential. Andrew Garfield only had two movies. One of them great. The other Darn one, you, Sony! The other one had great moments. Ah, <laughs> man. And then we canceled number three, which was supposedly supposed to introduce live-action Miles, by the way. Oh, um, that would have been so dope. Yep, it was supposed to that introduce so live-action cool. Miles. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to over-justify this movie, but also I don't think it deserves as much criticism because it's still by far one of the best animated features we've ever seen. It is still animated one features of, like all time, or are we just yeah, saying like Ooh, no, I throw it up there. I don't know if it's I would up, say that. But, it's up there with I me. mean, like it's the, definitely better than Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going down that road. We are. Uh, not, I would say Puss in Boots is better. I knew you would. Yeah, but We're not going down that road though. <laughs> They're not doing it. <laughs> I like. I I enjoyed this movie. I get the flaws, but I think I'm just holding holding back until I can see the final resolution and it could be that after part three i go back and be like yeah you know what 
that part wasn't needed. That part didn't matter. Cut it, whatever. And I can say that, but I don't know that until I see the conclusion. See, and I, I'm not saying you're wrong for feeling that way. I I totally understand that. That's a perspective to go about watching this movie, and that that that, that, that depends how you watch it. That's what it comes down to. How are you watching this movie? Are you gonna watch it as it is its own individual movie? Yes, there is a pre. There's a movie that comes before it, and there's a movie that comes after it. But how are you gonna watch that? I, I just can't get behind watching it that way because if I was going to do that, then I'd have to watch this movie how I watched Force Awakens when it first came out. And I was super excited with some, there was a lot of flaws in that movie, tons of flaws. And that movie I is let, flawless. I, I don't know my... what you're talking about. <laughs> you're just trying to push my buttons tonight, aren't you? Yeah, the only one I meant was that this is better than Puss in Boots. Right. But... but then I look at Empire Strikes Back and I'm like, no, that movie stands perfectly on its own. But we know that there's a sequel coming after that one still, but it holds up well. I could go down the list of movies where that you can make that argument of like, you could watch well, it with that, but also. Lord of the Rings is the perfect example. Like, there are many who would argue that The Two Towers is the best movie entry in lord of the rings i've heard a lot of people actually say that i don't it's, agree it's with not it, mine it, yeah it's, it's not still mine, a good movie but i've heard people say that yeah it's, it still stands alone yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah i just i can't get be like you said i i don't want to feel like i'm i don't want my score to necessarily feel like i'm just bashing this movie but i went into this movie watching it as its own movie i know there's a part two coming i'm fully aware of that and i know that there is a movie before it that was phenomenal and awesome and i'm not comparing this necessarily to just this first movie i have to in a sense of just like which one is better and you know how are we building off of like where we've started and it just it almost feels like we took a step back with this movie and i think that's where i left with a lot of disappointment in this movie of just like you had such a great base to jump off of even if you just like evened out like that would have been perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with that the issue comes in when they started trying to do more like we talked about with the animation, with the script, with the characters, like it was just too much. It was just too much. You didn't have to do more. You already won all your awards for it. Everyone already admits this is arguably the best Spider-Man movie, possibly next to Spider-Man Two. Have your debates about that. What you with what you will, but it's just disappointing when you go into a movie that had such a great foundation going into it, and then it's almost like they lost kind of control of it and they kind of went overboard. It's like. I know you're setting up for a second move for a movie for a part two after this, but you didn't have to like do all of this. And I, that's just disappointing when you're going into that. I, I agree. And I think that frustration is where I have the multiverse frustration. I feel like exactly. anytime you're dealing with a multiverse, you're trying to jam as much in as possible. Yes. Exactly. And that's where that's, and then balance the story of like, how does it even work yes. then in the context? And that's where I say this movie does fall somewhere between Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness and everything everywhere all at once it juggles it not as well as everything everywhere it's a little all closer at once. to everything everywhere all yes. at once but it's still too much it's still too much it's still too much and <clears throat> i think that is overall my number one complaint with this whole franchise actually is that it's a multiverse saga yep even exactly. the first one yeah even the first one and i don't think as great as they are they will always have that flaw for me because in the comic books okay so spoilers for the comic book that's been out for 20 plus years at this point um <laughs> if you haven't read it after the first one shame on you anyways <laughs> but it does seem that the trajectory they're taking is based more on the insomniac miles morales yeah than the comic book Which miles. Have done, these two have done more for miles than any comic book has ever done so well kudos to all of you the the miles comic book um the spider-man that creates him is actually created by uh 
Norman Osborn. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's a product of Norman Osborn. Basically, kind of, I want to say if I remember correctly, the same kind of a spinoff of the Green Goblin formula, except it was Spider-Man's DNA right. working yeah. with that. So he's a product of that from the Prowler. It got into the Prowler's brag when Uncle Aaron was robbing Norman Osborn. Okay. Uncle Aaron drops a duffel bag in Miles' house. The spider gets out, bites Miles. Interesting. They in, He interacts <laughs> with Spider-Man, but the real one that I think is, I'm telling you, the third one could kill me or not, but one of the things that sets Miles apart is that it's his mother who dies. See, I've got a lot of theories of like, I, there's someone that's dying in this next movie. I'm calling it already. Yeah. And I've got a couple names that are on the list of who could die. So it, I did find it very fascinating that Miguel goes through the timeline of like the Uncle Ben's are important, the Captain Stacy's are important. Yeah. Which it, that's a big part of the story that I did like. And that's a big part of the Spider-Man lore. But one of the things that always stood out to me about what made Miles unique again was that Venom kills his mother mm-hmm. in the hospital while she's trying to save people and Miles can't protect his mother. And like... It was tragic. It wrecked me. And it was so different than any other Spider-Man story. And so I don't know that that's where this is headed. But honestly, it's I was up in the air where this is. Yes, headed. we it, don't really. It, there's nothing don't in this know. movie that hints at it. There's there. I think they're heading a direction with it, but I'm going to save. I, it I the think movie. they're headed the Insomniac video game direction, which if you played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I want them to head the comic book direction because even in this movie they talk about breaking the canon events yep exactly and which i think will play a big part in the next movie yes but like miles had an event that wasn't the same as every other Mm spider-man and it made him tragically relatable and it was fantastic if i hope to god i'm remembering that storyline right it has since been retconned by the way when when uh marvel did their um Secret Wars and the universes collided. He got uh, his he got his mom back. But I'm like, God, nothing's fun when you just bring I, exactly. Screw you but guys, like, you know what? You ruined the movies and shows. The the comics of Miles fighting Venom in the hospital while his mother's there, not knowing that he's yeah. that was incredible storytelling. But I don't know what's going to happen in the third movie. Yeah. I hope it's I hope it is something. <clears throat> unpredictable like that and i think that will make this journey of this movie worth it i hope so too so i'm looking forward to it you've listened to our final thoughts now for probably 25 minutes (laughs) um all i have to say if we can sit here and talk about it there's a lot in this movie to like there was a lot that i didn't get to that that's like popping up in my head as we're sitting here yeah oh man i missed that oh i missed that yeah there's there's a lot of good in this movie it's not going to resonate for everybody yeah i think at the end of the day we're at the end of next year. We're going to end up with three movies that are better than all three of Tom Holland's movies. I will say that uh, this movie is definitely making top 10 of the year. Like that's where this movie is. Honestly, I don't, I don't see another movie. I don't see any movie like taking it all the way down to the very bottom. It'll be a top 10 movie. Yeah. I, it's better than any Spider-Man movie that Marvel's ever produced. And I'm talking Disney, Marvel, Disney, Marvel homecoming's pretty good. I'd have to watch these two back to back to really get a. Is Homecoming engaged. pretty good? I like Homecoming. I don't because he's Tony Stark's sidekick. 
they, I mean, it they took the- all of Peter Parker's agency <laughs> and intelligence of the kid who figured this all out on his own and gave him it's a flaw. You could say, Oh, it's a major flaw to the whole character. I, I still think, <laughs> just- <laughs> I don't think Disney got Tom Spider-Man right until the final scene of the newest movie. No, you're right. I agree with that. Which is, they, but I, I can watch made, the first one's fine because it's the first movie. It's, it's I it think, was a fun high school. Peter. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, I think it's up. I think you could put it here with like across the Spider Verse. Like, eh, it kind of falls in there. Like, yeah, the Amazing Spider Man. Like, it's kind of in that like group of like you got your top, th- you got your top two, and then it's whatever comes after that. Yeah, I, I did, like it. I did think it was interesting that we only got a reference to Tom, where we got screen footage of the other Spider Disney stuff. I bet. Because Disney sucks. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler, really. It's, it's kind of just it's yeah. a small part of the movie. It's not nothing huge. There's nothing major here. But All right. Well, we're going way over, but we had a we'll lot. We'll let you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you guys go. You can call us back next. You have other next, podcasts uh, to listen in to. In the next two weeks. But yeah, so that was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, feel free to drop your reviews and your comments on what you thought about it. Uh, go ahead and follow us on YouTube, Rumble spotify share it with all your friends and family go follow us on instagram yeah follow us on instagram facebook uh you can follow me on twitter where i do drop the reviews and just throw out stupid uh comments every now and then about movies um same thing he does here (laughs) yeah i just like that i do i just like to poke it same thing that i do here (laughs) but yeah i actually don't know what we're planning on next i know we got we got isn't the flash in two weeks is it the flash? It might be the flash. I think the yeah. flash is next. I know we up have a viewer schedule. request coming up, and we'll have to. I am so pumped for this viewer. I request. think it comes after the flash because there's nothing coming out yeah, like that weekend. Does. So, but flash will be next, which will be our final multiverse movie till next year. If you haven't noticed, um, we're doing an every other week schedule. If you haven't yes, caught we're up, we're going on every that. two weeks just for uh, sake of time and just to yep. see how much we actually like doing this. Bryce and his <laughs> wife just moved houses. So we're in the new studio. Yep, <laughs> we're in the new studio today. So that took some time. My wife and I might be moving, so that'll take some time. So we just kind of trimmed yeah. back to allow time for life. As but l- as long as things keep going well, this will keep going. This is working out be cool to do every week but i think two weeks is kind of where we're comfortable at right now right now yeah at this at this point in life totally yeah, coaching exactly uh, <laughs> just yep done with that but it's soon it's but soon. anyway that is it for this episode let us know what you thought comment share uh spread the word and you know go see these movies they're a lot of fun and next up will be the flash so if you know just so you can plan for that if you want to. i am cautiously optimistic about that movie I'm just going in to enjoy it. I, have, I won't all the way, but it, it's I months. have pretty low expectations, <laughs> truthfully, but I really want to love it. So we, we'll, we we'll see where we'll see where I lie. I yeah, I exactly. worry it's going to be a multiverse of madness situation, uh, and, and well, but okay. we'll see. Let's end on that cliffhanger and call <laughs> it a day. Thank you all very much for joining us uh, for this episode. We will see you guys in the next episode. All right.